You're listening to the Rizzoli and Isles podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jay. And this episode, we are going to be talking about season four, episode eight, Cold as Ice. Oh, and before we start, we just discovered that, well, we didn't discover, but a couple of days ago, we found out that TNT finally renewed Rizzoli and Isles for another season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to see how that goes. We have to see how that goes. After recent spoilers, which we're not going to talk about again. I hope to God that are not real. I hope somebody's just trolling the fuck out of us. Yeah, it's renewed. But what I've heard is that the next four episodes won't be back in November. It looks like it's going to be early 2014, which sucks because that's a longer hiatus. But Wait, wait, so we're not... But I thought the next episode was on the 20th. I thought the next episode was coming up this Tuesday. No, I'm saying after the summer finale. Oh, okay. The back four won't be until early 2014. So, yay! Oh, it's going to be Rizzoli Now's Orphan Black. Um, <laughs> Defiance. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. But, but so basically it's not going to be at Christmas time like it usually is. Right. So instead of fucking up our Christmas... It's going to fuck up Martin Luther King's birthday. That doesn't really make sense, though, because the other shows, the fall shows, are going to be coming off hiatus right around that time as right. well. So... The ring's going to be hella low. Yeah, that's kind of bad for them. TNT okay. doesn't know how to schedule. I guess not. They know drama, but they don't know scheduling. I don't think TNT knows drama. I don't think they do either. TNT knows crime shows. That's the only fucking thing on that channel. There's probably, like, one thing that's, like, falling skies. That's it. Everything else has to do with crime. And I'm talking about the original programming. I'm not talking about the syndicated, like, Supernatural or Charmed or whatever. No, I'm talking about the original programming, which is, like, always there's a crime. And they have to solve it. It's, like, every fucking show. Come on, TNT. Branch out a little bit. Have some new things. Do like a comedy. Do a drama that doesn't have to do crime. You know who knows drama? ABC Family. They know drama. ABC. Yeah, <laughs> ABC also. But ABC Family has the, what is it, Greek and the Fosters and all those crazy ass shows that you're always like, this is a family station? Yeah. Are you shitting me? <laughs> like, really? You know ABC is like, by Disney, you're like, really? <laughs> Tinker Bell's okay with this? Okay, <laughs> alright. I can just see Mickey Mouse watching this behind his covered eyes. He's like, hoo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Every other station knows drama, but TNT. <laughs> right. Okay, so the episode. It She's was- as cold as ice. <laughs> She was willing to sacrifice their love. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> it it was it wasn't bad. I would say it wasn't bad. It was okay. You know. It was kind of, it was season two ish again. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. It doesn't have like a storyline that related anything to do with like a long running season long storyline. So nothing to do with Patty, nothing to do with Hoyt, nothing to do with... Well, uh, I take it back. It did have a little bit to do with Hope and Kaylin. I mean, this is the third episode in a row that's like a filler episode. The entire show is a filler episode. <laughs> it was okay. I, the continuity part was Jane's injury, which, 
I mean, it has to do with the fact that Angie has broken mm-hmm. my ankle. Right. Um, <laughs> had continuity bringing Kaylin back, too. Which, by the way, the whole Kaylin thing... Okay, first off, someone on Tumblr messaged me, uh, the woman who had the theory. She's like, did you notice that they kept saying she's 19, she's 19, she's 19? I'm like, yes, because you're a genius, and I think you're figuring it out. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, they did kept mentioning, like, she's 19, she's 19, and if you calculate, this is, a, you know, and I'm like, okay. I think I they're going with the theory that one of the fans thought of, which... So Patty is the father? I think Patty is the father. We need Maury. He needs to be on that show. <laughs> Where he can be like, Patty Doyle, you are the father. <laughs> She's like, I told you! I told you! I told you! You're the only one I slept with! She looks just like you! She looks just like you! <laughs> oh my god. That's exactly what Maury is. Used to be uh, authentic show about tough issues, and it just became a paternity test every freaking week. Yep. But I feel for Kaylin because I'm the only child, and I know how it feels to be treated like an adult child. I'm still an adult child. I, I feel like I'm an adult. I can take responsibility, but no one else in my family does. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't surprised when she had a babysitter at the age of 19. What? I mean, I, but wait, why weren't you surprised, though? You had a babysitter at 19? No, no, I never had a babysitter at 19. I, well, first of all, I didn't I didn't really do much at 19. I wasn't really, yeah, let's go out and, nope. Um, <laughs> I stayed home and studied. <laughs> Library. <laughs> but I understand, I understand. Especially the part where Hope was calling Mara and was like, did she do this, did she do that? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that totally happened. They didn't bother me when we went to San Diego, but if I'm, like, with relatives, they're like, so, you look good, everything's straight, you're fine, you're, you're okay? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> so I, I, I totally understand. It's just, I, when you're the only kid, <laughs> I guess when you have, like, another person, they're like, oh, we don't want anything bad happen to you, but if it does, we have another one. There's no... <laughs> There's no other one. This is just you. So it's like, wow. you're the last hope. You will carry on the genes. If you die, before you carry on the genes, we have no one else. <laughs> the thing about it is Mara was the only kid, too. When Caitlyn and her fought, she she never said she never got that angry because she's like, well, and she's like, well, that's what, what it feels like to be a sibling. And to not have a sibling, it's really interesting to see siblings fight because it, it just interests me because I'm like, why do you guys pick fights? There's no reason for you to pick fights. And I had a conversation with that yesterday with my with my mom who has two siblings. And I was like, so when you guys were kids, you just pick fight just because? She's like, yeah. I'm like, why? If you sat in the same, if you sat in the car, why would you like, oh, I'm just going to hit this person just because there's no... Reason and, I, and it's just mind—it's just mind blowing because I'm like, why start drama? There's no reason for it, and siblings do it all the time. Like I hear from my friends, like, yeah, you know, I had an older brother, and I used to like blame him for things and cry just to cry and be like, he did it, and he didn't do anything. Like, and he was just like, <laughs> why do people do that? 
Because it's entertaining to piss off your siblings because they can't really do anything. Or when they do anything, they can get in trouble for it. And it's just part of growing up. (laughs) And there's nothing as satisfying as making your sibling so angry that they can't even verbalize or they can't even do anything. They just kind of sit there like, ah. (laughs) My brother does that really well to me. (laughs) He hasn't done it in a long time. And we, I mean, we're both older now. He's 22. I'm 26. Or I will be 26. I'm 25. I forgot how old I was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um... And he, he, there's nobody else like him that can get under my skin so quick. Like, 30 seconds, boom, I am, like, mad as a hatter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. It's like, why piss someone off? Like, I can watch drama on television, be fine, but I can't handle it. Like, around me, I'm like, uh, I don't star anything, whatever. Maybe, because I'm the only kid, and I was by myself. There's nothing, there's no one... No one could blame but myself. If something broke, most likely I did it. It was me. Like, I was no one. I couldn't blame anything. Like, stop hitting me. I'm like, she's crazy. <laughs> she's hitting herself. <laughs> <laughs> but but siblings, it's just weird. It's like, he touched me. No, she didn't. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, stop touching each other. God. Like, I don't get it. Are you guys competing for attention? No, it's just because most of your entertainment growing up as a child, because your parents just wanted you to leave them the fuck alone. So you went and messed with your sibling. You, you know, picked on him. Well, in my case, I picked on my little brother. I teased him. I pretty much tortured the poor kid. Oh, God. (laughs) As a source of entertainment. I mean, that's the right of growing up as a sibling, as an older child. It was my job to make his life hell. Um, and and he did a fairly good job right back to me. My brother was a little shithead because he would break stuff and blame it on me. And because I was the older one, I would get in trouble for shit that I didn't even do. Like, he was kicking a soccer ball in the house and wasn't supposed to be kicking it in the house. I told him not to kick it in the house. What'd he do? He broke something and I got in trouble for it. Because they're like, you supposed to watch him? No! They blamed me! <laughs> they thought I did it! Oh I was like, God. I didn't do it! He broke a lamp or something. It's just crazy. And it doesn't stop. I don't think... I, I think once you have a sibling... for As a little kid, it'd be something like, Oh, they hit me or whatever. And as an adult, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna murder you. I don't know. It's just like... <laughs> you just continue with the fighting. But at the end of the day, you have someone to play with and whatever. And, and then you, you can do. go yeah. and... Keep you company. Yeah. Well, we had some fun stories, too, growing up. Well, once we got a little bit older, like, some of the best stories I have from my childhood are from my brother. Um, one of them was, he was up here visiting me. He lives in Florida. The We were driving my grandmother's van. The driver's side window didn't roll down. So what did he do? He reversed it through the drive-thru. <laughs> the passenger window was at the drive-thru window. And the guy just looked at us like, that's the first time I've seen that before. <laughs> You know, and, like, I never would have done that myself. But for my brother to do that, it's, like, one of my favorite stories. There you go. And I think that's what it was all about. It was all, this episode was all about family and siblings. Because even the crime was about, like, the sister with the nephew. And even though I thought she was the mom looking for her son. I was, too. I was thinking at first. I was like, man, I wonder if she gave a kid up for adoption. Before we found out about the Huntington thing, I was thinking she was, like, looking for a kid that maybe she adopted out. Or a kid that had been kidnapped. Something like that. 
And then they started talking about the disease, and then the sister, I was like, oh, okay. But I was kind of right. Kind of. I was like, she's looking for a specific kid. I thought it was her son, not the nephew. I was like, so I was like, I called it, kind of. (laughs) And what about the killer? We didn't see the killer until the end. No, he was in the beginning. Was he in the beginning? I don't remember seeing him. He was in the beginning when they had that man, that angry man, like, why you stop the game? Blah, 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 blah. And then next to him was the killer. I don't remember him. Because Jane was like, can you watch over the kid? And he's like, sure. He was the killer. Oh, I get, I don't remember him, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I didn't think he was the killer. I didn't guess him then. I didn't guess him either. But I don't remember him, so... But he was tackling in the first scene, so it counts, I guess. I guess. Well, the loudmouth dude, I was like, there's no way. He's just been too loud and too obnoxious. And when he threw the picture back at Frankie, he was like, I, don't you listen? I said I don't recognize her or whatever. You know? I was like, yeah, he's not the killer. They're just trying to make it seem like it too hard. Or like the lady. The lady. Who? I mean. Oh, I knew it wasn't her. I know. Immediately. There's no way. I mean, it makes no sense. She broke her nose. For one, that lady needs to get her ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, when she did that, I was like, that is just uncalled for. And if it had been me, I'd have been like, you know what? Let's go. Right now. Rumble here. Yes. Anyone got a hockey stick? Oh. And, and there are parents, no matter what sport, go crazy. I get it. No, I don't get it. But I no. No. I understand when you're watching a sport <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. And you get into it. <clears throat> me and football. But I would never like get to the point where I'm like, move, lady, and punch someone in the face. Right. Now, if it's the coach... No, okay, I'm joking. No, but, um, <laughs> especially hockey. I'm not a big hockey person, unlike someone else I, on this podcast. I like hockey, okay? It's a good sport. Go Red Wings. And I just root for the Red Wings just because that's your team, and I, I'm like, oh, I hope they win for Amanda's <laughs> sake. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, like... Well, well, thank you for at least rooting for my team. There you go. I root for all your teams. I root, I root you for do? your Michigan team. Yeah, I root for Oh, I didn't know you did. Yeah. Oh, Just... that's so sweet. I'm touched. But yeah, but you like Michigan, and I'm not yeah. into college sports. So I'm like, yeah, go Michigan. Especially when they, the basketball thing, that was kind of hard because... Oh, that someone was who's, awesome, who's from Louisville, and I knew you in Michigan. So I was just like, at, at any point, I was like, you know what? It doesn't really matter for me <laughs> because either team wins, I'll be happy because I know two people or whatever. So I was like, happy. Like, if Michigan won, I've been happy. Since Louisville, I was happy. So it didn't matter. I was like, at least it's two teams that I could, would root for. If it was any other team, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it best. When you don't have to choose, you're like, yay, I don't care who wins. But when you have to choose, you're like, if you don't fucking win, I swear to fucking God, I'm just going to fucking mad. And you get so upset, and you get into it, and you're like, what the fuck, they're cheating! And then <laughs> you become hockey mom. And then there we go. And you punch an innocent woman in the face. No, no, no. That's See, that's when you start rooting for the teams against the teams that you don't want to win, like Ohio State. I'm sorry if there's any Ohio State listeners, but being a Michigan fan, it doesn't matter who is playing Ohio State. I will cheer for them before I would ever cheer for Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> we just lost a listener. cheer for anybody against Michigan. Michigan and Ohio State are like the number one college rival team in the U.S. because it's just been so intense for so long. Sports are intense. You get into it, especially when your kid's in it. You're just like, ah, 
please. Because you, you want the best. You know? Yeah, but but still, you want to be a fucking respectable human being right. and not shove a lady at random and start shit and break her fucking nose. But you want to set a good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's teach your, your kid how to behave. Exactly. That lady's kid, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed just to be in the car. I'm like, really? I remember this one time we were in a parking lot. And it has nothing to do with sports, but we were in a parking lot. And we were walking to the store. And it wasn't like we were like in the way or anything. We were kind of off to the side. This car almost backed into me because they didn't look before they started backing out. My mom went off. And I was just, like, so embarrassed. I was like, Mom, Mom, it's okay. I'm okay. Mom, no, stop. Mom. <laughs> but my mom was so mad just on behalf of me. Nothing happened to me. There's just the slightest fact that somebody almost backed into me. Like, she lost it. So I think it's, one, kind of a mom thing. And then, two, it's, like, the mother bear, like, protecting her child scenario. Uh, well, I know a particular moment my grandmother embarrassed me. I would never forget that. I was just standing in the sidewalk, my whole <laughs> class is there, and she's driving up there because there was a little parade for, like, the school or whatever. So she wanted to just see it and all that stuff and watch it with me because, you know, parents are invited, you know, in school events. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, and I'm not going to say my nickname. And so she just says it <laughs> so loud. Like, she just, the window down, just says the name, my nickname, and... I could just remember my whole class just looked at me and was just and then just started saying your nickname's what and just said it. They were just like, hey, you know, and just said it and I was just like, Oh my god, no. <laughs> and so she's so she's so happy and she just comes and she's like, Hey, what's up? And I'm just like, You just embarrassed me. You're like, you just said my nickname and everyone knows it, you know, and <laughs> uh, she's like oh I'm so sorry I didn't you know and I'm just like oh my god this is the worst day ever you know <laughs> I mean I, there was another female cop which he, she's not gonna be on there anymore yeah I was gonna say was she supposed to be the same female cop though from the first one or from the last one or whatever no no okay it, I don't understand what's up with these female cops like why are they all of a sudden like showing up everywhere I don't know Maybe it's like Beetlejuice. If you say female cop three times, maybe a third one will show up. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe they're trying to like throw all of these women at Frankie so we don't expect what's going to happen in the finale. Well, it seemed like Frankie wasn't really flirting with the cop. He was just trying to keep Frost from puking. By the way, the whole Frost puking again, I thought we were over that. He still pukes. It depends on how it... graphic is the body. You can see her tongue, dude. That's probably graphic compared to a heart. He got over the autopsy part a little bit. Some of the stuff, oh, let's take out a heart. That's totally fine. But cutting off someone's finger, seeing mm-hmm. someone's throat, where you can see everything, probably it's going to make someone puke. So he pukes, <laughs> but he doesn't puke. At everything. He's getting some stuff, but not everything. I mean, he would puke if he worked with Hannibal. Oh, my God. He wouldn't even make it. Oh, man. <laughs> the things they put on that show. And I'm like, I know. BC, Like, what? Well, it's- when they cut her throat at the beginning and, like, the blood all squirted out, I was like, whoa there, TNT. <laughs> oh. It's a T- little graphic for you, isn't it? <laughs> TNT. Well, you don't know drama, but you know a lot about blood. Jace. That's a lot <laughs> What do you think about the whole Angela money thing? I'm not sure where it's going. Like, is she going to get in trouble? Is she going to go to jail? Like, what's going on? 
I don't think she's going to go to jail. I mean, I just think she's trying to get money. She's going to try to keep doing the baking thing. And then, I don't know, maybe this will make her not work for Stanley anymore and have her own cafe. I doubt it. But once again, I know I'm the only one who sees this. She talked to Corsac. I was like, where's your boyfriend? And Corsac tried to help. And I'm like, what they're doing? Are they making Corsac and Angela get together? No, you didn't. You weren't the only one that saw that. Because I was like, interesting. Yeah, it's the first time you said nothing. They're just friends. And I'm like, okay, I know they're just friends, but I'm just having this feeling. So it happened again. And now you see it. Oh, it took you this time to see it. You didn't see it the first time. Because I don't think anything really happened the first time, though. I don't think anything happened, but I'm just saying they're just inching Corsac and Angela together. So I'm like... It's going to be like a love triangle thing? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. Lastly, I guess we're just talking about Jamar. Once again, so married. The, the part that, okay, first off, <laughs> they're in the closet. <laughs> and <laughs> they were cleaning out Mara's stuff. Can I just have that closet? Like, literally, everything will be so organized more than it already is. But who remembers when a person bought something years ago? I never remember that shit. Yeah, that is true. Like, mom could walk in and be like, oh, is that new? She's like, I got this five years ago. I'm like, oh, oh, I never, I didn't, you wore it yesterday? I totally didn't pay attention. Like, I don't remember <laughs> that stuff. Like, I don't even remember when I bought things. Like, I, so <laughs> the fact that Jay's like, she bought that dress three years ago. I'm like, holy shit. How did you remember that? <laughs> Damn. Do you remember the day? She probably remembered the day. She probably remembered what day it was, what they wore. I'm sorry. That's past best friends. That's totally marriage material. And the other part that was really cute was when Caitlin was missing, even though she was in the library, and Mara was freaking out. And the conversation she had with Jane on the phone, I was like, this is pre-parenting. I don't know what it is. But the fact she's like, no, I'm not asking you to get off of work. No, like, and I was just like, yeah, we should do this. Yeah, I checked this. Did you check this? Did you check that? And I was just like, oh my God, it's like their teenage daughter is missing and they don't even know where they are. I mean, Jane practically lives there. Because even Caitlin herself wasn't surprised that Jane was there. She just walked in and was like, hey, what's up? What happened to your foot? Like, she doesn't. Right. <laughs> Well, and it cracked me up, too, because Jane's face, when they opened the door and Kaylin was standing there, she was just like, oh, damn, there go my plans. I <laughs> know. She's like, fuck. <laughs> if it's not Susie, now it's Caitlyn. God damn it. I always get cock blocked. Gosh. But yeah, but it's like, Caitlyn is like you guys. Like, she's, it's not just Mara. It's like Mara and Jane. If you got it with, with Mara, Jane's part of the package. And people wonder why we ship them. Come on. It's easy. So what is your gaydar pink? Probably just gonna be just friends again. Ah, the suspense was killing me. <laughs> I, I thought she was gonna choose something else. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> That's how we say we love each other. We're best friends. We just like, oh, I hate you. I hate you too. Come here. <laughs> Hugs. Twinsies. <laughs> wow. Wow. I would say just friends too. There wasn't really much of Jane and Mara. Mm-hmm. You know, when it happened, it was cute. It was more of Mara and Kaylin and this case and Angela. So that was the thing about this last episode. But I will say I'm very excited for the next episode. That's the one where Hoyt shows up, right? Oh, yes. And if we don't get any Rizzles moments, I'm going to be so pissed. Come on. The last time Hoyt was on the show, probably like my number one 
scene of this whole series of Jane and Mara getting attacked. I know that's kind of weird because you're like, oh, they're going to die. And I'm like, I loved it. No, it was more of <laughs> everything. Jane and fighting and killing Hoyne is just like one of the best scenes. Best acting, best everything. So if they don't have anything about that or enough Jane Mara or even, even like a little just just... Can we please just have a serious moment? Because every time something happens to them, like, well, not this season, but I would say, like, last season, they're like, oh, let's laugh about it. We don't want to laugh about this one. We want, like, a very touching hug scene. Maybe they're in bed together or something. I just, please, because these last three episodes have been okay, and I really need the drama back. I need it, and I need it in this episode. I want this episode to be phenomenal. You have Hoyt, one of my favorite storylines in this whole series. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That's all for this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The Randy Podcast. Also, visit our blog at TheRizzoliNilesPodcast.blogspot.com where you can comment and email. Thank you for listening. And this case is closed.